Another edition of Do Fools Agree? As always, I'm your host, Michael Reggie, here with my main man, Clifford Jordan Jennings. Hello, mate. Hello. <laughs> that was uh, Irish. I guess I Irish speak, or is that Australian? Australian speak English, so I just had to... Uh, his name is Lil Cockney in there. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> wherever it's from, you know, I'm sure that they're uh, English-speaking territory. Right. You know? So. Yo, and I joining us once again, what the fox? What the fucking fox? <laughs> well, Back, friend of the fools. We had, we had a topic tonight that I thought Mr. Fox... I'd like to get his opinion on, so, you know, I texted him, I don't know, probably like noon, like, hey, what you doing? <laughs> We're going to talk about aliens. Aliens. <laughs> Listen, something. Something's going on. I can smell it. So There's... they exist, they don't exist. I, I, I don't even know anymore, man. Well, <laughs> I, do we want to just jump into it? Because I'm excited. <laughs> right? <laughs> you can go I mean, are there any inadverts first? I got nothing. I mean, my inadvertent is, why isn't this top front page news for everybody? (laughs) Because motherfuckers are too broke. You know what? And that has been like an ongoing thing with all of this. It's that, well, I want to get into my take on that a little bit as later in the show, but like, yeah. We're, we're in a generation where there's like some massive breaking thing every three seconds and people are just tired and we don't care. We're just too broke. We're too broke. Too, they're worried about surviving, scratching and surviving. So they don't got time to be worried about what's floating around the skies. Right. 
Right. And I mean, if we really want to get conspiratorial, so it seem, this seems like the right podcast to do it. <laughs> they, they've been planning this for like 50 years, man. Oh, no doubt. Slowly but surely, one income household, you know, you said, like, I'm already preaching. Right. <laughs> right. No Ooh, doubt. And we, we've like spent. Everybody's got to work three jobs just to, you know, or, you know, like 60 hours a week at one job just to make ends meet. And you, right. don't, have the, you don't have the energy to care about the things you need to care about, let alone. Like aliens. <laughs> yeah. Are there, aren't there, like, would you guys, like, stop going back and forth on this shit? It's really no, frustrating at this point. And, 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 Matt, for like the last two weeks, in fact, our last episode was economic slavery. And. I, I've Sorry, I didn't catch I've that brought a, I would love to have been a part of it. Yeah, no doubt. And I think oh, that I'm generally sure. I think generally speaking, and we've had this comment a couple of times, like the average income right now, if you account for inflation, is yeah. half of what the average income was during the Great Fucking Depression. Right. No, it was uh, Eric Weinstein that first got me hip to this concept that uh, you know, like cost of living and just uh, as relative to wages. You know, if you look at those th- two things on a graph, like diverge completely, like starting in 1970, and it's just gotten worse and worse and worse. Well, and it's it's from what I understand, it's really like the Reagan era is when yeah, we stopped really matching. Like we stopped matching inflation, like minimum wage when yeah. it was put into place. Wages are was stagnant. supposed to match inflation, right? No, like that was written happened. into the law. Somehow they dipped and dodged their way around that. No doubt. I no mean, doubt. I, I don't really have anything to say to that. I don't, you know, I don't know what to say to that. Fuck right. them. Well, <laughs> Whoever Illuminati, Illuminati conspiracies aside about you know structuring of the world to make us not care about aliens, apparently they're out there from some right. very reputable sources. I mean, the uh, Commander Favor one is the one I like the most. Yeah, and like, like the, the most credible. The term that they used and I liked I liked how scientific everything in the in the hearing was and all of the responses. So like the big things that stood out for me. One, the phrase non-human biologics was used. And uh-huh. he deliberately said like I don't want to comment whether this is extraterrestrial, extra-dimensional, or here on Earth that we're just unaware of. Okay. So that was, like, one of the big, like, key takeaways. What's that guy's name? Um, why am I going to forget? See, in his course, I should have all this pulled up. And, of course, I, I don't even know. know. I, I just watched it. Said, does it? I, I watched the whole thing about it. Because they hunt them as we it. speak. Like, I know Fraber because I've heard him talk on several other podcasts. But the other one, uh, the young kid who is also another fighter pilot, I've heard yeah. him talk. I can't remember his name. Well, and he seems Those to be, two. he's, you Those... say young kid, the 36 year old? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's younger than me. You no, <laughs> I, I understand, but like, it's funny because I've made this comment a bunch on the podcast too. We have no leaders in our generation. It's true. We have nobody in that 30 to 45 wingspan that is a leader for our country. I can this dude might be the, the audience going to fucking millennials. Right. Where are they bitching? <laughs> well, it's because we don't have any leaders. <laughs> well, well, wait, 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 wait. Before I let y'all try to drown me in information like a contract, <laughs> I'm going to need you to rewind the tape because you no, said. You're getting waterboarded with this shit. <laughs> right, right. You said 
extraterrestrial, interdimensional, or non-biological something of the, this. the whole the whole point with all of it was is that he didn't want to comment on the origin of these things either the non-human biologics or the craft themselves he basically well, just the- said it, it was beyond known human technology and capability by like years like hundreds of years Bob Lazar's been saying that for like 30 right. years now right 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 and it but is wait, it's graves the by the way you named Graves was the other pilot. Yeah. Okay. What were the three that you named, though? So I said extraterrestrial, interdimensional, or something else here on Earth. Now, I'm assuming he's talking about the biologics, right? Well, I mean, he's saying the origin of either the biologics or the craft okay, themselves. Okay, so he could be talking about lumping them all together. Well, it's what, like, that dude I found the least credible of the three because, one, not a direct witness. He is always talking about things in the third person, you know. Number two, he's being very vague and very coy with his answers, you know. And it's like, I can't say, but I know I saw it. I can't say, though. That kind well, of shit just, like, doesn't pass the smell test. It, I, I hear you, and I, I had a lot of the same issue with it. It's covered up by the fact that he's like, I can say that to you in private. I can't do it in a public hearing. But then he goes ahead and says it like ten minutes later, kind of in a different no, way. When he when he gets the when he gets pressed on specifics is when he does that. But I mean yeah. that's the whole that's the whole method that's the whole point of the I don't want to call it like an an interrogation, but essentially that's what it is, and that that that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna address the same question multiple times in different ways to gauge your answers. Right. So. It's it's likely for someone to later add more information to the story that they didn't add earlier based on. That's why you get asked the same question three times, four times. Yeah. Well, my other end of this, you know, going back to I don't know what's real anymore because I don't know who to believe is that I mean, if we're to believe that, you know, this goes as high as it goes and this has been kept that good a secret for this long, this guy should be dead by now. Right, that's why well, I said and they that's, should be hunting him as we speak. And that's no, the, no. I mean, he would have been dead long before he ever got to speak in front. Of I don't think so. I don't think so. It's when he went public and the way he went public. So the theory here is, is that this was all turned over to Congress back in November of last year, and he has basically been in protective custody since then. Right now, he to your point, like Matt, that protective custody doesn't mean shit because if people are high enough up the chain, typically you know people I mean? end up dead. Do I think that this is, do I think that there is some wheeling and dealing in terms of now is the time? Like, I wonder if that's more in the, what, I heard a couple of different takes on this. The one that resonated with me the most is, like, either there is something imminent, which turns into whole other conspiracy theories, in that it's going to be faked. And the reason they're putting Project it in front Almanac. of us now is... That's what I mean. It can go in a lot of different It can. Directions. But the flip side of that is, I, I, if you want to take an altruistic approach, we, we have finally goes. hit the tipping point in terms of climate issues. And there may be technology here that like, can help us reverse it, but they don't, they ha- they don't have the right minds attached to it. So, so like, you're not talking about well, necessarily otherworldly beings trying to interfere in the goings-on it's just that 
we've already recu- recovered this technology and it's time to let the cat out of the bag because we got it. It's time to let the cat out of the bag because because you can't go broader with it. You can't bring in enough people to get the best minds working on it. Well, yeah, and you can't just like, poof, there it is. Right, <laughs> right. And so this is like a slow trickle because we're about to see, and it's funny, okay. it's funny, kind of parallel to this, there was another story that broke this week that was um, kind of under the radar, but LK99 Basically, they've found, or they think they've found, a new uh, semiconductor that it works at normal room temperature and ambient pressure, meaning like oh, it's limitless possibility from a energy conductive perspective. Meaning hmm. that's another piece of the puzzle when we're talking about changing our fuel, changing our energy resources to basically tamp down on climate change. Or anything else, it's it's getting towards like we are getting to the point where energy isn't going to be our restriction. And once you take energy away, what what's the major concern at that point? If it's not polluting the environment and it's not like yes, we're still in we're still in resource danger right now, right? The the source of the energy is what really gets me going because like this whole anti gravity propulsion. Like from the ve- from the vehicles or from the yeah, UAPs, that, that whole Bob Lazar rattle hold of you know possibility, and you know again like you have all these pilots, Navy pilots, seeing these things that defy explanation for modern propulsion. Like if you can figure out or like harness the power of like an anti gravity you know propulsion system, holy shit, that's the kind of thing that launches us out of our solar system, right? You know, that's the thing that gets us to Alpha Centauri, you know, and like realistic other habitable planets instead of living on domes on Mars or, you know, Titan or whatever the fuck. Right. Like, I find the possibility of all this technology fascinating. And yeah, to your point, why is this not on the front page of every newspaper? Right. And what's why it... are we not talking about what? a lot more of this? And somebody else brought up a really fantastic point for me. It was like, these are our tax dollars that are going to work to hide this information that could advance human civilization. Like, we should all be a lot more pissed off about that. Well, and the thing is, and that that kind of dives into my big issue with all of this. You're going to have this explosion of technology, and then you're going to have all of the rights issues that come with it from... Mm production rights from a patent perspective Lockheed Martin from a, is going to own like 50% of it just like guaranteed yep hmm. and so we're right back in the same boat like the reason no one's excited about it is because no one's going to be able to afford it based on today's economy well, and structure that. and you know what i mean like well and all this ramping up of mining on the moon you know like uh, they i heard this great um explanation of why they're so interested in, in really recolonizing the moon is the the fact that it's been pulverized by tons and tons of meteorites that are loaded with these rare earth metals that we don't want to mine or can't mine in too many different places here on Earth. But a lot of those things get burned up in the atmosphere, which is why it's so rare. But there's no atmosphere on the moon, so when those crater those meteorites crater, hit, they it just like goes into the yeah, it goes into the crust of the moon and it stays there. That what 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 see that's dangerous though. What purpose does the moon have you mean in terms of like exploration i think what he's saying is 
It's it's mineral, resource mineral. rich from a mineral yeah. perspective. Well, no, I I'm, mean they're gonna start right, looking right. mining from the moon instead of from you know Congo. But like I'm saying though, we know that human beings were very you know virus like. That's true. And what I'm saying when I ask what purpose does the moon have is because I can see us destroying that motherfucker, looking for shit that we need to. It would be not great. I mean, tidal shift, I think, alone would wipe out a decent portion of humanity if we really fuck it up. But I don't think we'd be extracting... Like, it's a massive thing. It's a quarter the size of the Earth. Like, we'd have to remove a ton... Don't underestimate the greed <laughs> of man. It's, this is a fair point, but I'm just saying, like, these the, the scale and the numbers of things... Like, they look at how much they can actually transport in a space shuttle. It's not much. Right. It took them like 12 missions to get the Hubble telescope into the space. You know, they can't carry a ton. Until we build the elevator to the ISS. Oh, <laughs> I have heard awesome physicists talk about how it's so impractical the elevator is. <laughs> it's not An elevator. Yeah, that was a running thing for a while. And what, you have to ride it for a half an hour? Yeah, basically. <laughs> And by the time you get off of it, all the blood's in your brain and your feet are numb and you can't even walk a few people. But you're going to have to have nurses outside of the elevator door to... Well, think about it. The higher you go, you know, you're going to hit zero G about, like, what, 65, 70,000 feet? Something oh, this that. motherfucker's supposed to be that high. Oh, y'all yeah, got me. The International right. Space Station's, like, 250 miles from Earth. That's yeah, all it yeah. is. Oh, it's supposed to be from Earth to the space station? Yeah, yeah. That was the idea. All oh, these motherfuckers. <laughs> Man, let me. has been lost it. <laughs> lost it. Marbles rolling. You hear what I'm saying? That's the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. Think about that. Like, if that thing fell, like, it would fall across an entire state. How fast does it go? <laughs> it's just an eight. It's, it's, it's in a synchronous orbit. So, like, the right. Actual... But I mean, that the whole. It's like spinning of a record. Right. Y'all are you know, using like a outside lot of, it, of words. It's way faster than the middle of it. Meaning it kind of hovers with Earth in the same orbit that Earth does. No, the engineering Regardless, that it would take to actually keep that thing in orbit and get it to move at the same oh yeah. synchronous speed. You can ride the elevator at the motherfucking World Trade and feel like you're <laughs> on that motherfucker for a while. So I'm imagining to get up. How many world trades did the space? <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. Chad GPT, answer that for us real quick. <laughs> Listen, that's what we need to know. How many world trades in the space station? And then are, are the elevators accommodated? Like at that point, you have to have it like set up like a train car with like beds and shit, like in an <laughs> area for people to lay down, like. Because you're going to need to lay down. I don't care what y'all talking about gravity and is for you get the zero G's. with Nah, fuck that. That elevator just going up a few floors gets you feeling like vertigo head rush. So I couldn't imagine going up 20 World Trade Centers. And that's a low estimation. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> right. I'm not getting in that damn thing. What if it no. breaks? <laughs> right. You're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-uh. Listen, but you got to be a different kind of individual to want to get up to the space station in the first place. And I'd imagine right. if you're willing to take that risk, then you're not worried about, you know, a malfunction of what gets you there. That's why I'm not an astronaut. 
<laughs> wait, wait, hold on. I just, I just here's my inadvertent that just hit me. What if Trump knew about the aliens and that's why he ordered the creation of Space Force? Man, I'm trying to tell you that uh, Trump is the time traveler. <laughs> I actually, I, I didn't hear him say this directly, but I heard a, you know a couple of reports on him trying to break information about you know uh, extraterrestrials. There's been like a lot that. of that. There's been a lot of resurfacing of like JFK theories around that no, lately okay. too that he was assassinated because he was ready to bring that public what i think is interesting is so they just been around yeah. no the they're saying they're basically saying since the 1930s so et was a documentary then <laughs> possibly dramatic reimagining <laughs> you trying to tell me that first contact was a uh, video evidence of historic events. <laughs> what about Close Encounters, man? <laughs> they still Throughout. try to spin the block over Independence Day, apparently. <laughs> right. Oh, right, right. Well, and that's the other that's the other interesting thing. I think sci-fi and modern cinema has taught us or trained us to believe that like becoming aware of sentient species outside of our planet that it would be some massive event when, when you really kind of break it down and you think about it, awareness is one thing. A true first contact is another and first contact gets a lot. There's a lot more nuance to first contact, meaning first time we actually kind of meet with an alien species. If you're already aware of them, whereas the majority of like cinema it's always some massive event for first contact. Like they right, all right. show up and everyone's aware of it. When right. really this other piece makes more sense. And if you follow, like I'm a big Star Trek guy, what happens when they find a civilization that isn't as advanced as them? They go they and they watch. Mm -hmm. They watch in like a basically a duck blind and kind of just observe. Mm -hmm. Like they're doing that to us right now. And making the decisions on whether or not that they want to, you know, involve contact and those kind of things. I'm just saying Star Trek was written by people. Right. No <laughs> doubt. No doubt. Or was it? I mean, I dig Or I was it? <laughs> I dig the sentiment, though. I think it was written by very smart people that had a nice vision of, like, how would you realize? But even, But even in Star Trek, like, human exploration of the stars starts with a massive first contact event between... Us and Vulcans. Like right. it's not it's not what we're what we're potentially witnessing right now. I think the other thing and the other thought starter and like that kind of got me going was they're here watching us basically since we dropped the atomic bomb. And that the atomic bomb sent ripples across the universe or across the galaxy that basically right. said, Oh, these these motherfuckers can fuck shit up for us. And we need to keep I think an they were eye probably on here that. Before, before that, they just started I'm really sure. getting interested. I'm sure. You know, when that happened, you know, because that was like, oh. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> My first thought, <laughs> they're, they're why you... You know, smart, clever monkeys, you know, that made fire. They, <laughs> they, they make big fire. <laughs> My first thought when you said that is, what if first contact wasn't first contact in the first place? Right. What if there's already, like, uh, agreements or things in place? Well, even beyond country. that, because I'm sure that that's been the case. If you got 
if you got alien biologics, right? Because it's written in our DNA when we go to war that, you know, a lot of people would comb the battlefield and bring back members of their own. They wouldn't just leave them out there like that. So I'd imagine if you're in like a advanced being, we definitely can't afford for you to have one of our own. So we got to go in the entire Area 51 and neuralize every motherfucker to get the remains of this person. And that's what we got to do. Especially well, and what's capable of doing so. And what's interesting is, like, when you look at outside of, what is it, Brazil? A lot of the sightings and traffic have been near our own kind of, like, military and research facilities. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, somebody put up a graph of where the sightings were and where the, uh, they said over all of the naval bases in the world, there's been the most sightings. Which leads you to, like, think, all right, are these just, you know, undercover or top secret test things? I don't even think it would be nothing like that. It could be. that, That could be that simple. I mean, that... I've heard that. Occam's Razor, right? Like it's. Well, I mean, I've heard the argument before of like CD-ROM technology was available during the Vietnam War, you know, but that didn't become publicly, you know, available until twenty years later. Right. right. You know, so how how I mean, if technology is advancing at an exponential rate, like what do they have now, you know, or had twenty years ago that they're oh, you know we're just now seeing? Right. Of course. But my whole thing is like that would make a lot of sense as far as you, you know, like focusing on the naval bases because that's where most of the ships are, most of the planes and the jets are coming out of. And if I am preparing for a fight, I'm definitely going to watch film. Scout. And if I'm watching film, one of the first things I need to know is what's going to be the the one thing that I need to worry about the most. And it's going to be the jets. Because I highly doubt that we could shoot anything in the sky missile-wise that's going to affect anything they got. Not even the jets anymore. The drones are terrifying. Right. Way smaller than a jet with, like, the same amount of firepower. But I'm sure you can't get up into the atmosphere where that... They're getting pretty crazy with these things, man. Well, and I mean, the flip side is this again comes back to... And this was this was a point that was made, I think, a couple of times during the hearing. The maneuverability of these UAPs is vastly superior to ours. Yeah, they were saying from like any missile or drone affecting anything they got going on. It probably almost be a situation like the Matrix, where they're slowing down a bullet and they can just watch it. Like you know, like you thought that was going to hit me. (laughs) <laughs> like, I mean, I, I, real, realistically, if you're going to travel across the universe, you're going to have to have some amazing teleportation technology. Something like you, you can't reasonably think nobody serious thinks that anybody's hibernating these long distances. You know, well, you OK, way, you say that you figure out a way to jump from one point where, in space to another. where you're where I, I would challenge your thinking. You're also thinking that they have lifespans comparable to ours, that they're physiologically comparable to us. Like, they could live for thousands of years. Right. And it could be, Um, like... Unlikely, but possible. 
but my my point stands like it is beyond our understanding at this point and we can't make assumptions that whatever is out there is like us now you hear things like the grays or the whatever that are like comparable in form and kind of fit your sci-fi knowledge of like Right, they're humanoid in shape, but like alien. to right. me, that's the most interesting thing with some of the like non-human biologics is what are we talking about here? Like, what do they look like? <laughs> are well, they bipedal? Yeah, are the, they? That's the other thing too. I've always been fascinated by the um, the virus type alien. Uh, you know, not necessarily, but well, they unleash you know some monster species. Like, uh, what is it? The Tomorrow War. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you know, the whole premise behind the Alien vs. Predator uh, books. You know, the, I don't know anything about well, any the alien, of that. Well, the alien, even they try to do it in the movies. You know, well, they always did it in the movies. The military always wanted this creature for, you know, military purposes. They could, you know, unleash these things onto a planet or wherever they wanted to and let them kill everybody. Same kind of concept. Like, what if we ran into one of those types? Like, that's worst case scenario where they're just like, they're, I don't not, think, all, they're not all probably going to be nice. But that couldn't be the case, would it? Well, and that's the interesting thing, too. Like, if they've well, been here and, like, we're worried about conflict, wouldn't they have fucked us up before we got far enough to be a threat? Like, well, it's like once 50 you got years that ago, button, it's like, you that's know, a good point. Hey, you got uh, that nuclear button. Oh, fuck. I mean, yeah. I'm sure it's as deadly to them as it is to, you know, I would assume. Unless well, they have some magical. I don't know. Though. And if that's why they took an interest in us, you're probably yeah. right. Like, <laughs> these motherfuckers are about to tear apart the universe with the technology they're messing with. <laughs> well, maybe not tear apart the universe. But, but you know, it's I mean, that's yeah, another it, it, that's another Star Trek trope. No, like the, Kaku, you know, he talks a lot about this, you know, the different tiers of civilizations. Yep. And, you know, we're in, like, this tier zero. You know, we haven't, we've discovered how to, like, play with atoms. But we really don't understand how to, like, really control our physical space around us. Once you master that, you move on to phase one. And that's where you start messing with your star. Right. In in your local galaxy, or your local solar system. Drawing energy from, right? Phase three is, like, the the Dyson Sphere. Logical advancement of any civilization. Now, how long they possibly live, you know, those kind of strange attributes. We're assuming that most things are mortal. Well, and again, like, if they have a different understanding of space-time, they may not experience time in the same way we do either. That's a fascinating thought. I like that. But Or does time change when you get in certain areas? Well, and that's the other thing, is, like, if if you're achieving faster than light travel, like, time travel is a thing at that point. Basically, I mean, according to Einstein... You then know, okay. did M. Night Shambalam get it wrong, and it's not water that kills him. It's just time on Earth. Possible. That'll weigh anybody down. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> I, you, better have, you better have a fucking Terminator. Uh, what's that game that motherfuckers be playing? Uh, Destiny. Uh, <laughs> no, the one where you build your uh, armor like a machine-type dude. Oh, the tit- um, Titanfall? Whatever that one, yeah. You better have a real life <laughs> because just the weight alone of this world, you just can't do. <laughs> and well, you got niggas that can jump 
50 inches off the ground and you thought this gravity, you thought your gravity was, nah. Come around here and see how heavy it is with, on your shoulders when you step into this atmosphere. <laughs> but we ain't seen none of y'all come off the ships and walk amongst. Come check out the Check out the fucking atmosphere for a minute. Well, and also, I heard about, uh, like, Putin trying to make super soldiers for a while now. I wonder if that's coincidental or just, like, advanced knowledge of, you know, preparations to come. I mean, the the big conspiracy... I know something Putin does. The big conspiracy behind all of this and the reason they say they're talking about it now is because we're... We're... On the cusp. On the cusp of a one-world government. Right? Right. Oh, how's that going to work? It you won't right now. We can't even get the U.S. We can't even get individual <laughs> countries to get along, or you know, even like, within themselves. Like, right? <laughs> No, yeah, the real problem here is that the, the behind-the-scenes oligarchs are the ones that control the narrative, the discussion, the technology with the extraterrestrials, and it just makes things worse than they already are. <laughs> I mean, do you think that the world governments would actually coordinate enough? I mean, they do the UN, I suppose, you know, but like China and the United States acting not in, in until one, what, not in until there's a unit. true external threat. Wasn't that the yeah? Point but if they of... if they've already met them, you know, and they're supposedly talking to them, and you know, or at least is that what you're saying that they they know and are? In I think I think them? we have captured. We have possibly captured live, but captured. I don't think that there's been, like, some secret negotiations between world powers and aliens. Okay. I think that there have been some that have been, that have visited and that we have found either alive or dead, likely dead. I don't know that, like, we've got aliens in a bunker somewhere that we're talking to on a regular basis. Or that even that those people would be the ones that we could negotiate with anyways. Like, think about that. Think about if if scouts, if we're sending scouts, are those going to be our leaders that are actually powerful enough to negotiate? No, they're going to be fucking grunts that got sent here to just... Recon, come back. Tell us what happened. <laughs> that's the thing, though. That's right. the thing. That's that's the power of temptation, because even a runt could be a god here. True. Or and I think that's where you get the whole Egyptian shit, and you know the technologies that we can't prove that were around, but they must have had because they documented them themselves, and it's like. Yeah, you could be a runt, but when you have power like that, you're godlike to people like us. And anybody, I'm not saying this is, again, me thinking that they may be similar to us, but anybody is going to like being, I don't even want to say worshipped, but you know what I'm saying? Like acknowledged in that sense. No, completely hear you on that. And and sure. maybe that's maybe that's the the truth of all of this is maybe the Egyptians and the Sumerians had it right, and the reason why history has been rewritten was to erase them from our collective memory as a human civilization. To what end? Like, who would want to do that? More so that we 
Yeah, look what they did to black folks. Right. <laughs> What's the motivation to not want ignorance? To... Ignorance and subjugation. Look at what they did to black folks, and I would imagine that aliens from another planet would mean a lot more to history than black folks did. So if well, you're willing thinking... to do everything you did to cover up black folks' history, I am positive you would do a hundred times I'm... more to cover that up. Especially if like they, religion. especially if they started out in Egypt with the blacks, they like, oh, we gotta, both of them gotta go. Well, and history. The, the flip side there is if you believe some of the Sumerian and Egyptian texts, like we were sprung from gods, right? That they mated or intermingled with a species that was already here, then that's what created Homo sapiens. And it's to erase that past <laughs> and not have us trying to find that uh, we are it, something else aside right. from what we've been taught. Or the flip side is it's the Star Trek thing again, where it's like somebody did, there were bad actors. They became the gods to the humans. And in order to reset everything, you brought about the floods, you brought about the plagues, whatever it was to wipe out civilization and basically say, Okay, we're not going to fuck with it this time. We're going to let this kind of ride on its own. We could just be a I massive mean, science so, experiment. So many possibilies. There are. Yeah, I mean, agree. but you know, the good thing about it is we are in the age of enlightenment. I don't feel like we're very enlightened as a species, right? No, now. but see, that's the thing that that's why they go through the extents that they do to dumb us down. Because if all of the information is in front of us, then you would do everything in your power to distract with TikTok videos and all this bullshit, so you're not intrigued to look beyond it. Or like the, they said, the, the oligarchs algorithm. That, the oligarchs that exist today are the aliens. <laughs> And they're mad that we're about to find out about them. I don't think they the aliens. No, nah, I was about to say some real life ill shit. No, they're the they're the they are the subjugated rulers. It's who the aliens left in charge. You know what? There may be some truth to that because maybe that's how you get like inbreds. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like people who really want to hold on to power, and if you believe that you came from something. Most monarchies started as, uh, you know, inbred. Right, that's what I mean. And if you believe you came from something above humanity, then, of course, I'm not going to waste my genes on someone less than. It would have to be someone of my same genetics in order to keep the quote-unquote power or, you know, bloodline pure. Well, and that's... So there's and another, that might explain why they look the way they look. There is another the cons- we know of. There is another conspiracy theory out there, and this one, this one's off the wall. But hear me out. It is basically that every single U.S. president can tie their bloodline back to a 12th century ruler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you go back, I heard that enough. as well. <laughs> I did not know that one. But how do you explain Obama? Really? Was that just to throw him off the scent, or was that the white <laughs> side of his? Uh... Ooh, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you answered your own question there, Cliff. 
I feel like these conversations always end with me more confused. Than I, <laughs> I mean, that, no, I mean, we're in the era of the beige, so that makes sense. You know? I know. And I, to that point, maybe it's like not some grand conspiracy. It's just like, fuck me. I just don't want to deal with it all. Yeah. It's too much, you know. Well, and that's Listen, that's honestly the world. As soon as they of... land in my backyard and shake my hand, like, I don't want I to will care. About, you know? <laughs> the other great one that I've seen lately is, so what are the rules? We fucking the aliens? Doing that? Right. What do they look like? What's the possibilities there? That's what I'm saying. You talking about biological? Are they over six foot, six inches, and a six figure salary? It could be goo that they just found out found in the seat of the crash, and they didn't know that was shit before the motherfucker injected that motherfucker. They're like, this is an alien we got. This is good. <laughs> and it's like, nah, that motherfucker shit it. And it That's what happened. They seen what happened in Vegas and was like, shit, and eject. <laughs> That's go. protocol. That is now our protocol. <laughs> they like, we got alien biologics. Yeah, biologics is right. <laughs> dumb fucking humans. <laughs> we got a sample. Oh, they're, right. they're definitely biological. Right now, go fertilize those crop circles I just put in your backyard. Smells biological. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I don't know. Wild times we're living in. Man, listen, and that's something else I thought. Right, we in the creation of AI and all this bullshit. Right. So if we come up with, what did you say, propulsionary uh, energy or whatever the case may be, and we can travel all the way to Alpha Centauri, they can too. Right. I mean, presumably we got it from them. You feel what I'm saying? So there's no escape. It's always like at this point you're creating an everlasting war. Well... Why do we have to jump to war? <laughs> why, wouldn't it, why wouldn't it be? Why wouldn't it be though? Get like a piece you, of chance, man. You think, you think the AI be like, well, yeah, let's just let them fuck that planet up over there. No, we gotta go do something about it. We seen what they did here. We can't allow it to go on over there. We gotta go extinguish. Well, I just watched. Uh, Was it um, the day the Earth stood still? And the way we interacted in that movie, you know, seems plausible for what we would do interacting with an alien, you know, species that just dropped in on Central Park. You know, it would be something similar. Uh, Basically, they pull out the guns, you know, and like accidentally shoot one of the aliens immediately. And it basically proved, you know, they, they came here to try and talk to us, you know, or just basically we're wiping out humanity and moving on. Right. Well, and that's the thing, like, I I would think that an alien species that is not intent on conquering is going to try other methods of communication before they land on Just Earth. I would imagine yeah. so as well. Like, you are going to try to... Uh, uh, establish some sort of audio or visual communication before you just pop up like if you just that's pop up wish. that's that's an aggressive action and yeah you yeah that's a death we reserve the right to fuck to, you up listen, if they're watching close enough 
You see how they do black? <laughs> Don't be greens or grays. Really, here's what we need to do. We need to take black America, and they need to be the first contact lane see, for the aliens. what you would say as white. <laughs> so that you can well, tell them how they here. need to act. Don't trust these motherfuckers over here. <laughs> Let me tell you something. We had a motherfucking aliens jugging with, uh, no, nah, I'm just <laughs> M-A-R-S. Mars, bitches. <laughs> this is Bibble for Chisel. Please All about Bibble. And then they come out with three bandanas tied together, wrapped around a large ass forehead with a blunt hanging out. Like, they got us together. Y'all got to go. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So I did have two other topics I wanted to hit on. And we can circle back. First one, the first of the two, is a little bit more serious of a topic. And it has to do with right here in Ohio. Trying to more snake serious. through issue one. I can't believe What's I've that? seen so many signs be like, vote yes, yes on issue one. I haven't one. seen a ton. What's that I mean? haven't seen a ton, but uh, like way more no's. I'll be issue, right back. I feel like... You know I about know. this, Cliff? Nah, explain issue one to me, please. I don't know even. I don't even know what this means. Issue one is like a special election that's been called here in Ohio on August eighth, um, to basically in, increase the amount of ballots you would need, or, uh, signatures on a ballot, you know, to start a ballot initiative, to add something to you know the next time we vote, you know, that would say, hey, we're changing the law about this. And so basically, they want it's currently it's like anything over fifty percent, you know, um, you can you know get a ballot pushed through. Right. They want they want it sixty percent now. They're just trying to up it to sixty percent, which is, in my personal opinion, unconstitutional. You know, the arguments I have heard against it are lame. It's heard like, against? Yeah. Keeping so it at fifty. Yeah, they want a supermajority to pass any new laws in Ohio, uh, right. which is fucked up because that's not democracy. Democracy, well, see, I... if anybody gets over 50, like you can't have, you know, the 49% holding back the 51% of the, of the will of the people. Right, right, that's, right. That's democracy. You know, it's like it, that's the only fair way to do it. If I'm keeping it a buck with you, I would imagine it to be hard to get the 50%. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of right. people it's not have... Easy. <clears throat> it's not right. easy to get a law So getting through. 60, you're just trying to... It's disenfranchising, you know, basically because the state's turned very red. It's disenfranchising uh, Democrats, and it's also making it virtually impossible or much more difficult to, it, to fight against um, anti-abortion laws. Like that's the mm. kicker. That's the key crux of it. But it also reaches into cannabis legalization. You know, any of these things that aren't like overwhelmingly popular. You know, especially particularly in Ohio for some reason. I mean, they pull on it, and the polls say it's like sixty-five percent approve of legalized cannabis. Like seventy percent of people can you know approve of some form of legal abortion, and yet we have these things that are being pushed through to make it virtually impossible to get these things done in Ohio. And not only that, and you guys may have hit on this, but they're trying to sneak it through a special election, which right. the current administration in Ohio has said, like, 
oh, we don't like special elections. We should never do that, <clears throat> except for it's when we want to sneak something through. Right. Whenever, whenever you want a real fair vote on something, you put it in a general election when everybody shows up because it's the president's. You know, midterm elections, drastically reduced turnout always. And then these, like, right. interim weird-ass elections like this one. just Like, like August 8th. Yeah, just throw it in there in August, why don't we? You know, it's like, yeah, this is total bullshit. They're trying to sneak a fast one in there. And they're, and it's, and I'm sure Matt hit on this, but it's like, it's taking away basically simple major, majority. Right, yeah. right, right. Like, no, and this is so, like, the argument against this when I have it with conservative people is, like, dude, this is so anti your your position on right. like, limited government. Like, what? You cannot use the government to institute something that takes away the rights of the voters. Right. You know, like, if you support this, you are a complete hypocrite. Well, and what's interesting is when you look at the, the opponents and proponents, like, opponents are across both sides of the aisle from a where they typically vote perspective. Mm. like from a labor unions from a political activist etc like no one no one of any repute on either side is saying this is a good idea right it's it's a couple of crazy people in control of the state senate right now that are just like hey let's try to put some shit through and it's really fucked up and these I'm are again you though as long as you let these devils run Oh, no doubt. They're going to burn some shit up. Well, you got to beat them at the polls. You know, you got to like get the word out about better people that can do the job better. better Now, the polls is their game. You got to beat them where they don't play. What what did, uh, what did, uh, what's his name? Rocky's coach uh, tell him you got to beat him from the inside out. (laughs) Inside out. (laughs) You know what? And that, that's what's crazy though. And, and I tell everybody that I train that exactly is the common misconception about fighting is they think the further away you are, the safer you are. When all actuality, the closer you are, the safer you are. So you have to, right. You have to go through the danger to get to the safety. I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying that the, uh, your your duties, you know, as your involvement in civics is the same as a fight. But see, here's my thing about it, though. And we've had that conversation I don't know how many times over. I'm coming, bud. Voting <laughs> is just somewhat dead for me. You know what I'm saying? Because it just seems to be that it helps out everyone but me. And I don't mean me specifically, like in a selfish way, but I mean like people like me that look <laughs> like me. That's not voting's not for us. It's not meant for us. There's nothing that we ever vote on that really benefits us. So hear, it's I like why do I life. why do I, I do that? I, I hear what you're saying, man. I've heard it from everybody. From a variety of different skin colors and backgrounds, right. you know, but I'm sure that, you know it's the disenfranchising of our system that I think has been systematically going on from like making people work too damn hard so they don't have time or patience to like pay attention to like I, I noticed this this thing on YouTube videos like has, there are a bunch of people that I follow and the. The ones about politics actually get the least views, even though like they're very successful for being political shows. 
But then there's other ones about just like random ass shit. UFC fights, building trucks. You know, it's like these guys get millions of views within two minutes. You know what like, I think it people is? People are more interested in that than they are in politics. I think it's because the politics isn't offering any healing. It's just a band-aid to your problems. Not. But I mean again, it, and, I don't think it's helpful, you know, to just sit to just abandon it because then you're just letting the people that have control and can make the laws that affect the cops, you know, we just let them do what they want to do because fuck it, I'm I don't feel like I can be influential here. But the question is, do you feel like you can stop them by showing up? And that's what it comes down to is for a lot of people, all the people that you spoke with as well as myself feel like even if we show up and we stop them from getting the 60%, it's not like the 50% was helping us. When they had 50%, it wasn't helping us with any overturning. So who gives a fuck about the 60? Well, maybe it's not just about voting. Maybe it's about actually being involved in government. Taking a position, running for office. Don't get me wrong. I speak real strong on this motherfucker. And I'm not, I'm not just like for uh, the abolishment of government. By no means, I do think that there has to be some sort of order. But I do think that when people manipulate those values, they deserve to be executed because you've done it on the backs of every American, not just one person that you wronged. You wronged millions. You deserve I don't know about to the be... executing, but maybe a good stoning. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, as long as I get to throw a few, it's an execution. Because I'm aiming for the dome, for the dome shots. I'm aiming all Boom, dome. <laughs> no, I mean, that, and there should be harsher punishments. I just watched The Big Short the other day. Right, but that's what I'm and saying. We voting for, for letting them motherfuckers get off. I mean, look at the president's own son right now. Getting to skate on some bullshit. Look at our previous president. Under fire from every angle and skating. I mean, look at every president. There's no accountability. There's no accountability. Bush and Cheney are, you know, war criminals as far as, you know, our modern understanding of what's a war crime. And Obama, too. Like, nobody's held to account. I mean, then that's presidents. But, like, going back to the big short, it's like Wall Street. If you have money in this country, you don't even have to be a political elite. If you have money, you can you know, you can walk because white collar crime doesn't get you know hit with any kind of conviction, but they'll snap anybody off the street, particularly a person of color, for like the most minor grievance and lock you up for twenty years. Which is why the Jordan Jennings Reggie platform states <laughs> that if you make more than five hundred million dollars, <laughs> we reserve the right to fuck you up. Period. Period. <laughs> I agree oh, with that man. 1,000%. There's no reason for you to have over $500 million. I don't care if you're trying to leave it to your kids and your kids' kids. We're about Once to have to our that, first trillionaire in the world, by the way. And that's what I'm saying. When you got shit like oh, that, that becomes on. a danger to everyone. There's not going to be... That's not the first trillionaire, man. Like They always like gauge that off of one individual person, usually in America. No, but if you're right. But if you were to add familial wealth... The Saudi, right. the Saudi princes into mm-hmm. that fucking category, there's been trillionaires for a long time. No doubt. Uh-huh. No doubt. So we reserve the right to fuck you up. All right. Yeah. Well, no, that's they. That's they country. They do what right. they, they do. They allowed to do we, what you know, they do over there. They, you know, they don't. 
They didn't try this experiment, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, United States, virtual. America, we tried this experiment. And since it didn't work, this is the reaction. And the reaction is when you do an experiment and it blows up in your face, who gets hurt? The scientists. They're the Burn ones down, that get man. hurt. Right now, <laughs> the motherfuckers is turning the valve on us. They keep they the scientists the and we're the experiment. Have y'all seen uh they clone Tyrone on Netflix? I I've seen it show up. I haven't watched it yet. Did you watch it? That's a very good movie, and I don't and I think that they they made it racial. And it didn't need to be. Exactly. It didn't. It didn't have to be just racial. Now, there's a lot of reasons why it was racial that I understood and acknowledged. Was and it was. It was genius. They for, cloned Tyrone on Netflix. It's a, a movie. Yeah, on Netflix. It's Jamie Foxx's last movie. The real Jamie Foxx, if you believe all the conspiracy. <laughs> no, I'm, just play, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Allegedly. Allegedly. You know, praise to Jamie all day. That's one of my favorites. I, listen, I had his first album, Peep This. Well, I didn't have it. I stole it from my stepmom. When she said I could borrow it, I just had no intentions of giving it back. <laughs> all right. So I apologize for being in and out there. Um, okay. Bottom line, Ohio issue one. Get to the polls August 8th. Oh, no. Oh, or don't. No. 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 <laughs> Vote no. Don't listen to Or Clay. don't. Vote or no. don't go at all. <laughs> or don't. Yeah. Or don't. It's up to right. whatever makes you feel good. Then no complaining when more more <laughs> bullshit gets through. Or you can't change the law. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna, you know, write you in, Cliff. <laughs> write me in as well. <laughs> For something next time there's a position open. Sheriff. <laughs> Sheriff Jennings? I yeah, I've it. already said, I've said vocally, and I said to the day I die, anybody I know becomes a police officer, you are no longer anybody I know. <laughs> so if I were to become a police officer or a sheriff, I would no longer know myself. He's already got one undercover cop friend. It's fine. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> and if I do, you better stay deep undercover, Omar. You hear what I'm saying? <laughs> I just assume that's what the neighborhood says about me when I pull up. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know it is. I almost said what you drove, but you drive a police car. I do. All black. <laughs> Unmarked. It ain't even that kind of neighborhood for real no more. It it was <laughs> it was uh my people was over here today and uh it was a white dude running down the street in his jogging gear with his headphones on, and they said, what is this neighborhood turning Fucking gentrifiers. <laughs> dude, I do have to say, looking at a house that's like three blocks from you. Yeah. <laughs> I get uncomfortable when motherfuckers start saying shit. <laughs> All right, the, the last the last topic that I had out there for today was just the strikes. Like right now, it feels very Hollywood centric, but there is there are other ones going on. No, there are no, other ones UPS that are close. Bravo! Right, where UPS is like we're not talking about like the well paid drivers. We're talking about the bottom of the rung. 
Yeah, part-time workers are guaranteed like 21 now. I think full-time is like 40-something. Something like that. That's wild, that man. Gonna they're going to have, like, they were worried about the strike and not having anybody to replace it. Now they're going to have, like, this massive influx. Right. Yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> well, on top of that, like, this goes back to the earlier point that I made. Right now, in this country, the average income is below what it was during the Great Depression. The average income necessary to meet Great Depression level wages is 50 bucks an hour. Somehow, we seem to live very comfortably for being Great Depression-esque. But that's the thing, is, like, if you look at it versus the common metrics of that time versus now, like, the big one the big one that is the most comparable, because a lot of our expenses today aren't things that existed during the Great Depression, right? Mm. Like, phone bills, even electric, like, we're, we're talking a massive difference from what it was to what it is now. Honestly, I would have to see... Median, the, 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 median yeah. house prices... Medium home prices is like the big one that they always call out. Okay, the average yeah, price right. of a house right now in the United States is four hundred and forty thousand dollars. Right, and yeah, it's I going mean, to climb again with interest rates these, spiking again. <laughs> these, you know, national stats. You know, like these yeah. stats can be like bent. You know, when you look at the stats of like Birmingham, Alabama, completely agree. Put it next to New York City, it's like not comparable. Completely agree, but you know. Again, like the stats from the Great Depression are the same way, though. Those are national stats. Right. Again, why I don't hold a ton of credence in them because there are certain areas that were like really fucked up, you know, like well, Uberville in New York City. And we brought you know, we brought that up. We brought that up as part of the economic slavery episode. Like minimum wage should not be a federal thing. It should be a county by county thing. Yeah. Right. You know, because. I mean, certain counties have a lot more industry. But wouldn't it be averages regardless? You can talk like about they, averages Walmart, all you if, want. If Walmart is, like, the only employer and you were, like, within 40 miles other than farmers, yeah, there have to be some protections against, you know, like, just a single corporation having a monopoly over the wages they're set in that area. Well, and I mean, that's, that's probably the risk sense. with it, too, right? <laughs> Well, no, I mean, a competition is good. Like, yeah. you don't have to have minimum wage sets, like, with McDonald's. But don't nobody want to move to... $17 an hour across the street. Don't nobody want to move to Mississippi or Alabama but that's or why, anywhere like that unless honestly, they got family there. And... Honestly, though, like, people used to say that about Columbus, and a lot of influx came into Columbus because of the low cost of living. I think, I think COVID changed a lot of people's perspective about living on the coast, living in those tight-packed areas. I think. Yeah, like, but, I mean, Columbus has always been the Midwest. pretty high on a list of most populated cities to re- to begin with. It has been, Columbus. but it was more under the radar. No, Columbus yeah, now it's overpopulated. No, Columbus, by comparison to Cleveland and Cincinnati, was a tiny town until like 1970, 1980. Yeah. But I in mean, our but Cleveland, in our lifetime, like it's been... Yeah, that's all, I, that's all I can speak on. I don't know. I didn't do my... No, nah, like, like so much money was in Cleveland back in the day. Like huge steel town. Right. Andrew Carnegie had homes there. All right. Fuck you. <laughs> you mean the Columbus Andrew Carnegie of Andrew of Carnegie Mellon? Talking about robotics. I ain't forgot I still got to cut you. <laughs> I cut the top of my head the other day. I bled. I, I guarantee you. 
See, listen, I still got catchy. I got to see it for myself. <laughs> but, so we're, we're breaking the alien news in the midst of all these strikes happening. Right. <laughs> I mean. I feel like it's mass it's, distraction a little bit. It is a little I bit. Mean, if nothing else, nobody got, everybody got time to look up. Well, I mean, like, who the fuck are we bombing? <laughs> who the fuck are we bombing right now? Up. Who are we bombing? Yeah, like, this seems like the kind of thing that you release when you're trying to get everybody to do the magic trick. Look over here while we drop the bomb. <laughs> Big fight over here. To, Real fight over here. To, it's like they're trying to sneak off with their side piece. What it is is they helping Ukraine. We was already mad that they shipped all that money over there. And then... I think that they're giving even more help that they know we would be upset about. So, well, and again, you want to talk about and and Cliff, I think you saw the the TikTok I posted because it was about the UFOs and how it was like ten pages or ten like scrolls down CNN.com. You know what else you can't find on CNN.com? Anything what? about any of the strikes? You know what you can't find on most major really? news networks right now? Anything what? about the strikes? Like, that to me is the signifier that, like, the whole media is a conspiracy and just a propaganda engine. I'm on board. Because they're not talking about UFOs. They're not about strikes. They're not talking about... What was that? I said, how long did it take, motherfuckers? I'm with you. I hear you. And I'm on board now. So regardless See, of how why, long it took. <laughs> that's why that's why black motherfuckers, black folks with I was that's too much. <laughs> that's like That's why y'all don't trust it. I get it. That's no, that's why black folks have always felt like Like World Star is the their word, thing. I get it. Y'all use the word woke wrong. Oh, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? That's the meaning of being woke when you start seeing that shit is manipulated to look a certain way because of a certain reason. Right. But, but there's a lot of motherfuckers that just brew their coffee in the morning, flip on a TV, and believe everything they see. Which, and to me right now, like, that is... The fact that I can't go to, like, major supposed news sources and find things about the strikes, find things about this UAP hearing, find things about X, Y, and Z, like, it's over. Those those are no longer news sources, period. Well, and their they're, uh, viewership is declining. It's, it's Come on over itself. to World Star. TikTok and World Star, man. Oh, Jesus. Why do you think they want to get rid of TikTok? Oh shit, man! I don't think TikTok is really well. I mean, they said the same thing about Facebook in terms of distributing news, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think it'll be a. Sad I mean, do I do I necessarily believe what I see on there all the time? No, but do I think that I do see some? Probably if you believe even half. Of it. Probably. I looked up a video like we got a Rubik's cube in my office the other day. Somebody got on it and was like, "All right, now it's this thing that everybody's passing around trying to figure out how to do." You know how many fucking videos I watched of bullshit how to solve a Rubik's Cube where it's just like they solved it and then worked it backwards and then just remembered how they worked it backwards and then showed you that move. Like, here, solve it in two moves. You just do this. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. No. Video fuckery. <laughs> oh, that's that's always been a thing. Like, y'all haven't seen the the new the new strategy that they use 
And this is definitely AI CGI's. They'll take like a like a celebrity, and they'll have them um, advertising for something like it. But they'll put it in the setting that the celebrity's already in. You know what I'm saying? So it'd be like he's on a podcast set and he's saying like, "Oh, uh, y'all ain't." Claim jaws money from the government. They giving out <laughs> all you gotta do is put your information in. But what Dude, I'm saying is, they've been hammering me that that one. Like every it's so hammer. weird though because it's like I know, I Who know a podcast that, that was, motherfucker. Like right. I know, I know where he is right now. He didn't say that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Motherfuckers be adding new lips. Like right. they do with the animals, oh, no, where they, they be deep, like, deep thinking hard, man. like, oh, Snoop Pawsworth bit Hey, what we got here? Oklahoma check. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they do it. They just adding lips to these motherfuckers. Well, you crazy, know, they, they only need like 40 hours of you talking into a microphone to basically fake anything you say. Right. Oh, yeah, they can so fake they me can, and Cliff they, all they day. They got you. They can fake you to death. This dude, me and my people got a, a, a code word. <laughs> so, what is it? Can't tell you. <laughs> I had to try it. I don't have a, I don't have a, I don't have a code word, but there is a safe word. It's meat love right? because I'll do anything saying. for love, but I won't do that. <laughs> you already look like a Viking country star singer. You don't need to be putting. <laughs> you don't need to be dropping bars here. <laughs> you know, AI have a song with you in a kilt <laughs> you are missing the kilt my man you know we, we can work on it <laughs> i am william wallace he william wallace one. is seven We're foot tall pipes. <laughs> he got one is hanging up in his room and when you first walk in you think it's for her and <laughs> there's fox fur bad. there's fox fur on the bottom of that kilt i <laughs> and why is this curved horn hanging from your mirror? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You'll move. Hey. I will not. <laughs> I should. I should have remembered the rocks. Aye, <laughs> you should have. <laughs> I haven't watched that in a while. Let's get do it, it and let the English see you do it. <laughs> he let a fucking brave heart. He let a fucking brave heart. Well. Aye, and if he were here, he'd consume the English with fireballs from his eyes and bolts of lightning from his arse. I am William Wallace. Every time. I did do I did do a good I did do a good like series for a little bit on TikTok where it was uh this is the voice of Barack Obama doing uh, famous speeches from movies. Uh, I am William Wallace. William Wallace is seven foot tall. Uh, yes, and uh, if if he were here, uh, he would consume the English with balls of fire from his eyes and lightning bolts from his arse. <laughs> My favorite one, though, okay, was the Rocky okay. one. 
The Rocky one was pretty good. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Where I gotta he's get talking to his young, where gotta he's gotta talking get, to young the Rocky one. <laughs> Rocky Jr. <laughs> See what That's doing a right now? He, Listen. He's promoting his other channel right now. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you At something. At the Geeky Disney. Coach on TikTok. Find me. <laughs> Disney, Pixar, anything like that. That's what that's what my G one do. He wants to be a voice actor. He wants to be in Pets Three. <laughs> I want right? to be the villain in Pets Three. <laughs> well, why would they cast you when they could just cast that big dude with the beanie on and the beard that looks like you asking if anybody? Oh can no! <laughs> this ties right back in. This ties right back in with the strikes because this oh, is what the shit. Screen Actors Guild is, uh, you know, striking about right now. AI. Like AI is going to take away all their jobs for writing, for voiceover work, like everything. Amen. And there, the the thing is, is it when you look be. at when you look at the writer no, side no, no. in particular, like the big thing that's making noise right now is like you just had Barbie <laughs> and Oppenheimer. Without the writing, those are not the movies that get made. <laughs> But then the question becomes, what can the AI do in comparison and how much do we make off that? Because we've been in the era of capitalism. They will make lesser product if they can make comparable money. I don't disagree. They're, they're going to, they're, they, I've heard a lot of people talking about this lately. The, the pros are that it will produce things at a much lower cost. You know, so like you won't have to pay writers you know six figure right. salaries to Clearly. do these things there's less people you have to pay in general right but on the flip side of that is like where did the ai get all this data right it, like these language learning models are basically you gathering all the information know. from the internet and though they're so they're they use the example of like they had the ai generate a nike version of a chipuli uh shoe it's really interesting. Uh, and blown glass, you know, but it's, it's a Nike on the side of it, but it's like completely generated by this artificial intelligence. Now, where did it get all that data? Did it just create that out of thin air? No. no. It, it, it copied Chihuly's style of glass art. It, it copied Nike styles of shoes. It had copywritten material to work from. Right. So, like, that's the writer, the, the strike you know what they're arguing about is like all that intellectual property was not generated by a computer although it's taking that and moving forward with something new it gathered it from somewhere well and generally speaking i've seen this from so i was in advertising mm. early in my career and i've got a okay. number of, of connections on say linkedin that are still in the advertising game like if you put <laughs> bot generated copy next to a writer copy you can see which whose is whose and you right. can tell now that's also early on in this in this engagement like that's going yeah. to change and it's going to get right. better but yeah. like you still need that original source material and so when right. we have a lot of the arguments that we have about ai and those kind of things i'm like i don't know but it's all still right now being human generated and, and you're not gonna in regard see that's the thing and I, it makes the strike make so much more sense to me too because you're not gonna be able to tell where from who, right? Because we know that us as human beings have similar thought. You can hear a Drake song and then listen to somebody who just released one yesterday and they'll have 
similar shit in there may not even have heard each other before. So at that point... Because there's no original creativity right now. Because we beat it out of them at school. (laughs) What I'm getting at is at that point, when you're starting to question where they pulled it from, you don't know that they pulled it from him. They may have pulled it from him. You feel me? And there's no one there for him to advocate for him to get his bread. Right. Right. Because the AI is pulling from everywhere. It may not mm-hmm. be the most common source. or the You know, they're probably yeah. looking deeper. Let me find somebody who's not really talked about well, they're, and they're get try- it from there. They're tying together that dude's work and this dude's work and, right. this, and this lady's work and you know, all over the well, place. And, why can't and they're we, making something brand new. And why can't we keep AI... <laughs> this is gonna be. This is gonna be. I I know the reason. It's all money driven, right? So it's a yeah. little rhetorical in nature. But like, can we keep AI to shit that matters, like medical diagnoses? Right. It seems or, to be pretty good at that. Or you know, like financial diagnostics or economic data or <laughs> like, do we need them in happens. the creative <laughs> space? That's what happens <laughs> when you get to a certain point of money. Everything has to be an upgrade or an improvement or a swap out. You feel what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers can't just be satisfied with what they have at the moment. Right. Yeah, my car rolls. I don't have no issues with it, but I've been eyeing this fucking Lamborghini right here. I got to go get it. Why? That's our our amazing consumer society, man. Well, and that's the interesting thing right now. And again, this is taken off of, they say it's like secret tapes, but I actually don't think it's secret. I think it's off of uh, earnings calls and those kind of things. Where are companies making all of their money right now? If, you know, inflation is skyrocketing and blah, 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 and supply chains are dying. You know where they're making their money? Pricing. Has nothing to do with fixing the supply chain. Has nothing to do with the cost of raw materials. Has to do with the fact that they have seen that they can raise prices and drain the consumer, and so that's what they're doing. If people and are that, willing to pay it, they'll keep paying. You know, well, and the thing is, is in a lot of ways, like some of this stuff has become a necessity. Like, like when you talk about the cost, right? You know, like getting stuff to like Amazon is like never going to go anywhere. No, just because like. They've built up this amazing network. I could know, do without my dependent. phone before I could do without Amazon. Can you, though? Because can you have a job yeah. without a phone or without internet? Yeah. I don't know about well, that. Well, no, I don't need my smartphone. I could have a flip phone. And you can't exist you. without Amazon? Huh? can't exist without Amazon? Well, I'm saying, like, I, I mean... would much rather have the availability of Amazon than I would... A flip the or a smartphone. smartphone. I'll take the much, flip phone. I would much rather have a smartphone and no Amazon. I'll make a couple extra stops and pick up shit. Well, see, that's the you thing, say that though, till the like, till the gas prices. <laughs> it ain't even about gas. <laughs> prices. Direct to people's websites and fucking like buy. You're right. Stuff you're right. I'm with you there. Gas prices. will definitely deliver it now. Well, and FedEx, but right. I mean, UPS is definitely in it. <laughs> it's not at all even about gas prices, and I don't know if this is by means of location, but I can go to three different stores looking for something and not find it and go straight to Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, they've definitely become the marketplace. Like, at that point, it's like, well, how else do I get it 
if I don't get it from Amazon? Am I now going to take a 45 minute drive to a store that I found online that has this in stock? To get? I did. I did to get that Xbox Series X last year. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that shit like that is different, though, because well, and the only reason you did that is because it was so high of a commodity that you couldn't find it on a right. place like Amazon. Right. Well, what if there's a better competitor to Amazon than all these other options? What if? Uh, God forbid. That X. would be great. I'm kind of curious to see where uh, Musk is going with this whole X idea. Well, but the, here's the flip side: is that Amazon is based on supply chain, and they are top of the game right now when it comes. Well, they to have supply they, they have the, the distribution channel and the network. They built up the infrastructure to do right. it, and Musk doesn't have yeah, that. It's, it's them. Elon it's them Musk. and Walmart. Like Walmart and Amazon are. So well, far beyond everybody listen, else in the supply Elon chain right Musk now. If Musk were to walk down to Amazon, I would have to cut him because I need to see what you made up. <laughs> I don't know if you are made of circuits and boards like this motherfucker here. <laughs> but if he bleeds fucking like some black ooze or something, I'm going to know something about Elon's ass. That he's an alien? Something, <laughs> something's going on. With I think we know. all know that by at this point. He can't be human. <laughs> I know something about this motherfucker. I don't know what it is, but it's something. How do you like build three companies from scratch in like impossible, <laughs> impossible areas that nobody can build companies in and make them successful and have like 15 kids at the same time? <laughs> well, you don't care about I mean, them kids. Fuck them kids. Yeah. But <laughs> I just don't understand how he has the energy. But you to do gotta give him shouts, though, right? Because this motherfucker is a an inventor, a scientist, a magician, uh, motherfucking. Is he or is he just no, paying the right people? I think there's a little bit of that. Nah, but you, hear I, talk, yeah. you hear the guy talk, you can you know he's firing on thrusters that you and I don't have. Yeah, and it's fair. And, and even beyond that, even if it is people that you're paying, it took you to get to you that. You had to point. find them to be able to, yeah. Right. You had to have been of a certain level on your own to get to a point that I could right. now have Oh, see, but I hate but I hate that logic because that's the Urban Meyer logic. That's the I'm gonna go recruit yeah. a bunch of five star guys and we're gonna be great and I don't actually have to coach. No, to be, no, have a good no, team. no. That's not the logic <laughs> at all. I'm not, I'm not supporting that way of thinking. I'm just saying that you don't get people <clears throat> of a certain capability without being a certain capability yourself. Fair. Okay. Yeah. Like he, he's got to be able to. Unless you're Urban Meyer, and then shit. you can yeah. just recruit oh, five star guys. I mean, you know. I feel like this then is you a can get lap dances in a bar and. The only question your wife asks you when you get home is, "Did you get her number?" Maybe she. <laughs> maybe she'd be down. <laughs> so, are we heading towards? And maybe not because these all came like right after COVID, at least in Ohio. Are we heading towards another like major strike season here with education in terms of heading into school season and teachers obviously not being compensated the way they should be? I'd love to, I'd love to see it, man. Like this is you know the the labor the climate is right. Dude, the, the the time was right like two years ago when you really had leverage, you know. 
coming I mean, out, out of COVID. COVID you know, I agree. I agree. Wait, I waited agree. too long. <laughs> I agree. But I think, that, I think the energy is in the air. Well, and what's the next major industry where we start to see it? You're seeing it to your point with logistics, with FedEx, Features UPS. Cops, probably. I, I could see yeah, the cops. Yeah, cops definitely. can go on. That's fine. <laughs> I know, they can. I, I, but the, you have to admit there's an entire segment of society that would be supporting that. I mean, I get it. The flip side is, like, when I take video evidence of somebody stealing shit off of my porch, including a vehicle, including a uh, license plate, and they tell me they can't do anything for me, fuck them. Like, at that point, yeah. like, why do we have you? <laughs> right. I did your job I mean, for you. Like, I can go look this motherfucker up at the DMV dude, and handle it myself. Of, <laughs> how, do police, how do police and law enforcement and our judicial system work together? You know, this is like police are amazing at punishing you for crimes. They're really not great at helping stop anything. The money right. game. We talk it, it all circles back to the same thing. The money, the money, yeah. the money, the money. They're not gonna help because helping takes up time that they could be making the money, money yep. issuing citations, tickets, arrests. All of that comes back to dollars. Even the time that the motherfucker spends in the jail after you got them arrested, comes back to dollars. Yep. So if they're spending their time assisting you with an issue, like your packages getting taken from your porch, I'm not making no fucking money. That didn't help me. Right. Well, that's why you need to decouple, you know, their wages from that kind of bullshit. No money shit. generation. No shit. You know, but again... How are you going to do that without pumping tens of millions of dollars into this, you know, the budget? I mean, I'm, I'm a, I'm a. Still spend on military equipment anyway, so. <laughs> I mean, in my opinion, they could probably pull it direct from the Defense Department fund, you know, and so you know, divvy it out, dole it out to every police department you know, in the country. I, you know, I was watching. I don't remember what it was. It was a video or something, something on YouTube. And it was basically saying that even when tanks, missiles, whatever the case may be, becomes outdated, they take all of those parts to improve. So you're recycling money. You're recycling funds that you've already had. So why is it that you need so much more? No, they need to pull it from other places. The, the the waste that goes on and particularly at the federal level is insane. The waste that goes on at a local level. I agree. I agree. But but starting from nothing is much harder than starting from something. If I know that I need to create a new missile and I have a stockpile of twenty missiles in a in a uh, fucking uh, hangar out back, then I know that I have parts to make at least 10 mega missiles that I'm trying to make. That means that I don't have to order as many new parts to make these new missiles because I'm operating off of the funds that I previously took from the taxpayers. <laughs> so why do you need more? Well, I'm talking more about the structure of the organizations, the people involved, not necessarily the equipment. Pay like paying, the, paying the salaries of you know all the people that work Fuck in the this. salaries if these motherfuckers made a million a head that's fine 
it's what you're asking for aside from that. No, well, that's what why I we want can never just, catch what up. I want Don't we solution. owe motherfuckers? Yeah. <laughs> like as a country, financially, don't we owe motherfuckers? Yes, we are so far in debt. It's just, just a little. It's not that much. It's not that. That's bad. what it comes down to. Like, <laughs> I know trillions upon trillions. Of like, of let me say something. This is the hottest take you may ever hear. And Mike, don't clip this out. This is something <laughs> they have to tune in to hear. This may be the hottest take. Us as civilians in this country may be hard-nosed, red, white, and blue, willing to fight for ourselves, Americans. But when you look at the ways we move as a country, it's the pussiest thing. It's the furthest thing from American that you could imagine. Because what it seems like is you're running up your debt with everyone else. And as opposed from paying it, what I'm going to do is I'm going to protect myself with everything I can find under the sun and make sure I'm the man on top. So if they do come looking for their money, oh, I already outnumber them with arms and everything else to the you feel what I'm saying? Like that's yeah, not... that's our position with China. <laughs> Thank sure. you for explaining global I, politics. I would say it's, it's much more aggressive than it is that defensive. Like we go looking for problems, right? But that's usually how it is. See, when I think of it, I think of it on like a street level. When someone gets threatened on a street level, they don't even have to be a street individual. You can guarantee that they're if they have any kind of survival in them they're going to defend themselves they're going to arm themselves accordingly if they feel like you're truly coming so if i've already run up a debt with you and i feel like yeah you're going to come asking for it but as opposed to paying this debt to you and keeping the peace i'm going to spend five times as much that i owe you on if you come to see me i don't think there's any that's real, pussy real, at the end of the day I don't, think, I don't think that's a part of their calculation at all i i don't think they're worried that's about how anybody. it looks i, I don't think any, they're worried one iota about anybody coming knocking at the door going hey where's our money because well yeah yeah not now not now, because these motherfuckers is funneling billions and billions for how many years? No, no. Talk about it from you know. You want to talk about you know money and banking? Like this is it. Like there's the old adage. Like when you owe the bank a little bit of money, you're in, you know the bank's in control. When the you owe the bank a lot of money, all of a sudden you're, you're in control in again control because they are invested <laughs> in you succeeding. No, so, I understand I mean, that. Their economies of all these countries we owe money to are ba- are built. On our economy, if ours just like stops dealing with them, they're in bad fucking trouble. Even China. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, I'm not trying to say that China's better either. You know, that's not what I'm saying at all. All I'm saying is, if you have a situation where you like, again, I don't want to repeat myself, but you're in a hole with someone. How easy would it be to just keep the peace? Especially when you know we have trades, imports and exports going on in there. Just keep the peace. And I'm not just saying even with China, I'm sure we're in the pocket of other places that they don't keep on the books. And at the same time, I'm not saying that you pay everyone that's 
you know, no extortion, no strong arm. But if I owe you, let me pay my debt to you. Well, I mean, that's I the easiest is... way to keep the peace. But well, the easiest way to start some beef. I think the United States has been paying it forward by being the you know the global police force <laughs> since 1945. America, fuck yeah! yeah. Like, See, that's no, exactly seriously. why I say that's exactly why I say you don't use the word work woke correctly because it's interesting. <laughs> it's very interesting that everywhere that you're so called quote unquote keeping the peace. No, I, didn't say also, uh, I didn't say that. I said police force. Well, yeah, exactly. But you, <laughs> said that, you said that as if that was a benefit to the world. No, I don't think it is at all. But that's been the mantra. <laughs> I don't think we should be doing that. I don't know. I, I'm just saying from what it what you said, it well, sounded I'm not. I'm like telling you what I meant. that was repayment. That was like, true, we shouldn't owe you no, because no, we no, police no. the I'm, world. I'm trying to... I, I try to play devil's advocate with almost everything. I want to right, put, you know, right. put myself in the position of, okay, if I were this gigantic global force, how would I play this? If this is, you know, a 3D chess, how would I play this? And that seems to be the move. Is to go around and make everybody feel nice and cozy and warm. When you got a problem, we got you. So, you know, next time we fuck up, yeah, you're not going to I don't know. Maybe the move is to just hand the money over and grip their hand hard as fuck and just say to them. I'm sure there's a little bit of that, I'm, too. You, 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 you pressed me the this prob- time. The problem is. I'm to is... you out of kindness, but understand that I'm still willing to grip. The, your the problem hand. is, is we don't have the money to give them. We but import a shit ton more than we more. export. <laughs> no, the real issue is that if you gave it to them, that would ensure their dominance over you. We're at a point where we owe so much that if we were to give, it's you more what like we come owe, and get it. <laughs> well, the, exactly. the entire the entire financial system when it went off of gold didn't make a ton of sense to me. I've heard it explained quite a few times, and so basically, there's always this interest based on money borrowed from this imaginary bank that has to be repaid. So it's a it's a it's a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> right. As far as I as far as I understand, money, you know, is a Ponzi scheme. It is generated with interest, and you owe that interest, but you're paying it back with the money that you borrowed. How are you ever going to pay it back? You're never going to. You have to take out another loan to pay off the interest. And the only thing that really matters in any of that, I'm that American. is energy. I energy just had a realization. <laughs> true... <laughs> I didn't mean that. I'm so sorry for No, go for off. it. But I am fucking America. Right in the Cause box. as you were saying that <laughs> shit, I thought to myself, I didn't plan on paying any of that. Back in the <laughs> See now you get it. <laughs> I am the devil. I'm the devil that I'm talking about. I just yes, had a realization. <laughs> But the only difference is that it's the devil that's oppressing me is that I'm saying I'm not going to pay it back too. It <laughs> should be me. You feel what well, I'm saying? But somebody but else is different. How is it possible? So, like, under Clinton, they balanced the budget and we're actually making chipping uh, chipping away at the debt. Was that just, like, for a quarter or two and that's, like, an anomaly? And basically, it's impossible to ever chip away at this thing. Yeah. Well, first as as of all, y'all bitches, y'all bitches should be chipping away at the debt. It shouldn't have nothing to do with our taxes. This was a misuse of funds in the first place. 
Well, $850 billion in the military-industrial complex is a misuse of funds. Well, I mean, they're spending more than they get, period. Right. End of story. You know, like, that's what inflation... Or, and none of it is helping, and none of it is helping their people. That's always the That's the problem. Funds, in my opinion. You know well, what's spending that's not, more that's than... That's not you know over, over half of the budget goes into Social Security and Medicare. You know what's spending more than you get got you back in the day? Dead, (laughs) locked up, dead, dead. I mean, no, it's a it's a fucked up system, and the fact that we went on to something like I I don't know what you could use as the new basis of currency if you were to you know try and attach the GDP of this country and all of our debt to some raw material that had you know a tangible effect. Like I don't think it's possible. consumers (laughs) consumers vast <laughs> yeah. number so, of consumers well no ironically <laughs> enough that's how countries view people right they, they that's how they calculate gdp right based on the life your lifetime and how much you could on average be expected to work mm-hmm. and generate everybody's assigned a number i yep. gotta send y'all well i gotta send mike the clip it's a clip basically explaining what you was just saying, but on like a conspiracy way. And like the caption on the clip was they telling the truth. And then up under it, it said this show is canceled uh, less than one <laughs> month later. <laughs> Cause it was like, it seemed like a comedy kid show, but they went there. Like they like, can't talk she about was that, just, yeah, she went deep. Just like you can't talk about the aliens. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, I got a wonderful way to tie it all back together. Just hit me a minute ago. What if we're developing AI to combat the aliens? I thought that myself. I did think that myself. I did think that myself, but at the same time... As long as we're putting our tinfoil hats on, why not? Well, and that's where we've been able to be successful because we haven't been able to match their understanding of physics, material, sciences, etc. That's what I'm saying. Turn an AI loose on that anti-gravity machine, see yeah, what no, it comes up with. You know? I don't think that that's smart. I think I think that that's... we would end up getting more of a coalition than assistance for us. Cliff is on the big side theory that AI is bad because eventually it destroys humanity. I'm not, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying that when you really think it right. about it, when you really think about it, where... It has to help us first issue? before it gets to that point, though. Where the issue with Does the it? Earth? Is that intrinsic? Yes. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't either. Maybe, okay, maybe to a degree, until it becomes self-aware. Right. You're yeah. talking. There's a I difference between that- artificial intel- intelligence and sentience. I don't well, need to toss them up yeah, another yeah. alley you, but go listen to that Ninjas or Butterflies <laughs> podcast, the one they released today. Ninjas or Butterflies? Man, they know. read a transcript of an AI and it explained how it would take over the world. And when it said it, it was like, there's no defense against that. <laughs> there's no defense against it. It has to be plugged into the right systems first. All right. I just listen that. And and it's funny that you said that because it said that what happened was the AI connected. And this is all a simulation. Their most recent one is called Our Ugly Babies the Worst. Yep. That's it. That's it. (laughs) But 
They that said that the like motherfucker downloaded itself, not like itself, but downloaded the information it needed into a Roomba that connected it to the AI and the Wi-Fi that then connected it to all of the other shit. And what they did was started like uh, controlling like all of the 3D printers and shit and sending up like drones that they were creating to take out people of interest that they needed out of it. And then eventually everybody, and it was explaining how it would, and I said, listen, you're, you can't stop that. You can't <laughs> stop that. As many fucking Alexas and Roombas and fucking lazy ass instruments that motherfuckers bought that you could, like you could stumble across a connection. Hi, it's me. I remember buying a TV and it's me. (laughs) I bought a TV and I was like scrolling on YouTube and you know how it does like the streamcast and it was telling me all the items that it could and I was like, what the fuck is this item? And I hit it and it streamed to the T I said, Oh my I didn't even know that this (laughs) was a smart TV. (laughs) They're all smart now, Cliff. Yep. Listen. All right, fellas. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a old, I'm a Marty, Monte Carlo kind of nigga. I don't need you all uh, new and improved, and in a, you know. I do. I don't. <laughs> Just roll. And I will thank our robot overlords ahead of time. <laughs> and thank everybody for tuning in. <laughs> Matt, you got we anything to take got us more out? Alien viewers than uh, humans. <laughs> you probably right. <laughs> What's this one from Under the Ocean? I don't understand. <laughs> right. We don't know what country that came from, but it came up as all numbers across the Atlantic. Atlantis. <laughs> right. <laughs> Listen, just don't get sung down into that bitch. <laughs> All right, Matt, you got anything to take us out? Any last uh, words? It's going to be a wild fucking year, fellas. Let's let's strap in and just get our game faces on. Let's start it off with August 8th and just see what happens. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. The, the, the vote, <laughs> shit, vote no on issue one. Go ahead, Cliff. <laughs> um, ah. Uh, they're here. <laughs> Love everybody, including the aliens. <laughs> Peace, man. <laughs> At least don't fire till you see the whites in their eyes. <laughs> what if their eyes are black, Cliff? <laughs> then hug them. <laughs> Do us a favor. Like, share, subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell an enemy. Tell him to troll. Tell him to troll in this bitch. <laughs> and with that, peace out, fools. See you, fellas.